Hi, this is Pastor Carl, and me and my friends would like to welcome you to this first video in the Masterclass Puppet Series and also Kidman Talk number 136. That's right, I decided to take the first video in this puppet series that's part of the Masterclass and push it out to my podcast viewers as well because I know many of you are just getting into making online videos and maybe you're watching others and you're going, boy, that sounds like fun. And maybe you would like to start doing puppetry. And so I want to make sure you can enjoy this as well. In this video, we are going to be talking about all the different types of puppets. Now, I want to start out by saying you do not need to get uh, intimidated or thinking, oh man, I, I cannot afford all those puppets. I don't know where to get all those puppets. I've been doing puppetry literally since I was a young boy and I've been collecting them over the years. I've been having people uh, make custom ones for me. I'm going to show you some of those. And of course, once you're known as the puppet guy, people at church will even give you puppets. And so I literally have a garage filled with totes of hundreds of puppets. And believe it or not, I brought a small sampling with me today to talk about the different types of puppets. In the next videos in this Masterclass series, we're going to talk about how do you develop the puppet's personality so that your puppet is loved and known by the kids. Then we're going to talk about the voice and how do you create a puppet voice? A lot of people think they can't do it, but the secret is you can. In fact, you've got 81 puppet voices already hidden inside of you that you don't even know about, and I'm gonna reveal how to unleash those for your puppet. And then lastly, we're gonna talk about many of the creative ways you can use puppets in your ministry. So let's go ahead and dive in and talk about different types of puppets. Now remember, you do not need to have lots of puppets. The decision for you is probably to come up with one puppet. That's right, just one puppet that you get to know, that you give a personality, that you create a unique voice for, and that you use regularly in your ministry. And your kids will come to know and love that puppet. In fact, it's been really fun to see how my kids connect with my puppets. I do a main guy named Gus, and he's got a girlfriend. Well, she would say boyfriend. He would not say girlfriend named Molly. I've been using them for decades in ministry, and it's so fun. I will run into grown kids who have, you know, they're past even being teenagers, and I'll run into them. We'll reconnect. And one of the first things they always ask me is, how's Gus doing? Did Gus and Molly ever get together? And I'm like, no, they don't age. They're, they're like stuck in this permanent, you know, 10 to 11, 12-year-old age frame. And they'll go, oh, that's so sad. But they think of those puppets as being real. And we'll talk about more of the psychology of how to do that and why that's important in the video on developing that personality for your puppet. But let's dive right in to types of puppets. Now, the first type of puppet that's most common are people puppets, all right? And that's just a puppet that you use. You give a name. It could be like one of these girl puppets on the end. Um, I've got uh, a boy here um, that I'm going to show you a little bit later for the people puppet. I like him. He doesn't even doesn't even have any eyes. We got Faith Man over here, and you can have little people puppets as well. This is uh, Ranger Granger. Um, oh, it looks like his hat's uh, coming apart there. And hey, that's right. I'm Ranger Granger, and my job is to give like the main point of the lesson. In case Pastor Carl like didn't really communicate it very well, and uh, I need to like straighten the kids out. So that is Ranger Granger, and he's part of our 
Outpost. And a lot of you know Gus. Now, this is like a big deal for me because I never let anybody see Gus as a puppet. I never let them see the puppet dead. But I'm going to do that for you in this video because I assume no kids are watching. If you're a kid, out of the room. Go. Because you're, I don't want people to see this. So here's my Gus puppet. And I actually have two Gus puppets that I had custom made so he would be uniquely mine and no one else is going to see Gus somewhere else and you know maybe doing something bad. Um, but this is my half-body Gus, all right? And the reason I have a half-body Gus is because... Where's the, I have to get through the t-shirt here. And there we go. Because if I'm doing a puppet stage, I want, I don't want to have a heavy uh, puppet. And so he's already dressed for our new series. Yeah, it's going to be extreme Bible dudes. And I'm extreme. Yeah, you are extreme. So uh, there's my half buddy, my half body puppet. Here's my full body puppet. Now, he, whoops, his shoe fell off. He's actually got toes. All right, and uh, he is a full-body puppet, and he's dressed in his pajamas because later today we're going to be filming uh, the first welcome video for the new series. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be in my pajamas, and I'm going to be like, Gus, why are you wearing your pajamas? Hey, oh, look at all the kids out there. They're in their pajamas on Sunday morning. Yeah, and so uh, that's why he's in his pajamas. I have a full wardrobe. I mean, you would not believe the wardrobe for Gus that I have. And we'll talk about more about why it's important to change the puppet's clothes and all that in the next video. So you have people puppets, you have half body puppets. If you're gonna be doing the puppet yourself, you wanna have a full body puppet. You wanna have legs for the puppet. It's really fun to go shopping for your puppet because I'll go to Walmart and Gus is kind of a strange body type. You know, his head is like adult size and so I need like an extra large hat. His shirt size is about a toddler of four or five, but his legs are even smaller. So he has like the legs of a two or three year old and then his shoe size is, is even smaller than that. So it's really fun to, uh, when an employee at a, at a restaurant, not a restaurant, a supermarket, a department store, thank you, comes up and says, hey, can I help you? Say, yeah, I, I'm shopping for uh, my kid. And uh, you give your kids dimensions and they're thinking, boy, you're, that guy's kid is a freak of nature. <laughs> He's got this big head and medium body and a teeny legs and really teeny shoes. Um, but it's a lot of fun. But I have a full wardrobe and I love uh, shopping for Gus. But then you have animal puppets, right? And I've, you may have seen uh, my lion puppet before. Hey, that's right. My name is uh, Leroy and I'm I'm lion. No, you're you are a lion. You're not lion. You yeah yeah. I'm a, I'm Leroy the lion, and I'm not lion. Um, and I I like to tell the story of Daniel. That's right. And we won't do that sample now. The the students have seen that in one of the other videos, and maybe you saw it in Kids Church Online. Yeah, he's a recovering people eater. So there's an animal puppet. Um, I've got uh, oh I've got so many here. Um, I love these little guys. Now he doesn't have a, a mouth that moves, but we'll talk about that. A little bit later, you might have just a little raccoon or a little squirrel. I've even got a little church mouse, all right? And yes, you can use a church mouse. We'll talk about puppets without a mouth moving later. Um, this guy I really like. He's a little fun animal puppet. He comes inside of a trash can here. I'm going to put this on when you where you can't see it so I can get my fingers all in the right place. There we go. And so he's a little trash can, and of course, he's kind of shy. And he peeks out and he can wave at the kids and then he can go back down inside. So that's a fun one to have. Um, I've got my skunk puppet and uh, the skunks are really fun. This is called a string or sorry, a spring puppet or a spring animal. We have a whole book on kidology 
of how to do spring animals. There's a spring inside of here. And just by the way, you move them around, you can make them climb up, you can even make them fly out to the kids and they love that. And this is a good quality one. You can buy cheap ones for $10, $15. I spent over 50 bucks on this guy because he's real rabbit fur. So he's very soft and uh, it looks very real and you can look for that spring animal book um, and I'll, I'll link that for you somewhere. Um, but that's, a, that's called a spring animal. Um, this is my bee puppet and of course, I use him to talk about the B attitudes. That's right. Yes, I like to talk to boys and girls to be nice and to be kind and to be friendly. That's right. So you, I use him. He's got a high-pitched voice and he's very sweet and the preschoolers just adore him. So let me see what other animals I have here. Some I'm trying to hold until I talk about other types of puppets. Oh, I've got a bird puppet over here and that can be a lot of fun. Then you've got your people puppets, your animal puppets, then you have your other puppets. You, know, you don't have to use um, ordinary creatures. You can use anything you want. Like I have this custom made. This is a, a rock puppet. His name is Rocky. It takes me a second because he's got some nice flaps to put my fingers in to help me uh, grip him better. And uh, this is Rocky. Praise the Lord. If you don't sing, the rocks will have to cry out. Yeah, you get the idea. So this is Rocky, and he has a little son named Pebbles. And, um, and so I had him custom made by a friend of mine, um, one of my awesome volunteers, and one of my ministries made that for me. Now you can use, um, let's see, that's a one... That's not a human. Oh, here's another one. Here's, here's an alien puppet, all right? And uh, we will put him here. And he is, I got to put him on my left hand because he's got a right hand here. This is called a human arm puppet. And this is a puppet where you can have him uh, be gesturing. He can wave at the kids. He can do the motions to the song. And he is just a single um, hand. Where's my other hand? Do I have another hand here? Nope, you've only got one hand. Bummer. So these are fun. I have a set of three of these, and I use those in uh, the series as well. Um, what else do I have? Oh, I have an alien puppet, all right? This is Antsy. Yes, I'm kind of Antsy. What are you Antsy about? Oh, I don't know. I was listening to the lesson. Yeah. On forgiveness. Yeah. I'm kind of antsy. Like, do I have to forgive every time or just sometimes? So he's antsy. He's an ant. I guess that would be an animal puppet. He also uh, is an alien puppet. You can kind of go either way with that. There's my robot puppet. That is 3G. Years ago, I used him in an after-school club that I did called the Savior Secret Service Bureau, and that was a really fun club. Someday I'd love to write it and get it published. It was such a unique club, the way it worked, and I won't take time to tell you about it now. Um, but his name was 3G because the purpose of the club, our mission as secret agents, was to infiltrate the world with goodness, godliness, and the gospel. Those were the three Gs, all right? And so I used him for that. He actually has a light, light up eyes. There's an extension cord coming out of him, and you can have him turn on. Now, here's another guy that I got. He's almost a little bit like Cookie Monster, but he's purple, all right? And um, he's got a big mouth on him. And uh, one of the important things when you do a puppet, and I think he's human arm, oh, yeah, just on the left hand. Sometimes they'll stuff one arm and then make the other arm where you can put your hand in it. The problem with him, the reason I don't use him a lot, 
is that he is um, really hard to move. Yeah, it kind of hurts your hand to do the mouth. It does. So I will use him only for short segments. And they'll look a little better when you go straight up like this and uh, then they won't have that sideways action that's going on when I'm just holding him like this off to the side. So um, you can have a lot of fun with a puppet, but if you're at a puppet convention or something like that, it's good to play with the puppet a little bit and to play with it for a while because if a puppet starts to actually hurt your hand because it takes so much muscle power to do, you're not gonna be able to do long routines with the puppet. Oh, I'm trying to think of what else I have. Oh, I have a flower. This is adorable. And you could actually get a flower pot and have him coming up out, and you could hold a flower pot. Hello. Hello. He's so adorable. Thank you. I think I'm adorable. If you look up adorable in the dictionary, there's a picture of me. Uh-huh. There is. So uh, that's a flower puppet. And, uh, oh, I have another little bear puppet. And uh, these are so wonderful with preschoolers because if they get really quiet, he'll come out and wave. And if they get too noisy, he goes back in. And this one, he can actually put his hand out the, the side of the, of, the, of the tree. So uh, these are so cute. And just having, you know, you look at the big fancy puppets, and you go, oh, i got to have one of those. If you get really good just with a little puppet like this, um, you can have a ton of fun, and the kids can connect with it. One thing I do with these animal puppets is I will go get a blanket, and I will wrap a blanket all around my arm, and then I will just hold him in my arms like this and, uh, and have him talking that way. And if, if it has little hands that move, that's good. Now, if you think I can't do a voice, I'll get into this more in the voice video, but you can be the only one that hears and understands the puppet. He can whisper in your ear, oh, you're looking for a kid who's sitting quietly. And, oh, oh, that's a great question. And you just repeat the question. So you can just do a little chirping noise if it's a bird or a little, little noise, or you can just have it be so quiet that only you hear, and then you just explain what the puppet said. I mean, think about it. I love Star Wars. How do, how do all these people understand Chewbacca, right? They just suddenly do. Um, in one of our series, you'll notice Ernie. It's a puppet of one of my volunteers. Um, we were trying to come up with a voice for him, and he finally decided, hey, why, why don't we just have him talk like a monkey? <laughs> and we just act like we understand him. And, um, and whether he's asking a question or whatever, um, it's a lot of fun. All right, so let me show you some more human arm puppets. All right, there are extreme human arm puppets. Right? This guy here, he actually has the ability for two. Now, unless you've got three arms, this means that you will need a second puppeteer. And so you'll get some blue gloves, all right, and you'll put this guy on. And one puppeteer behind stage, of course, will do the hands like this. And you have to really like each other because you're going to get really close there behind the stage. And so one guy is gesturing. If you have to do it by yourself, then what you do, of course, is just don't use that arm. Maybe stuff it and, uh, or film in such a way that they don't see that funny looking T arm and then you can you can gesture and have the puppet have a real arm. You remember the the Swedish chef and the Muppet? Have you ever noticed that his hands are actually real human hands? And it's because he is a human arm puppet. One of our favorites that we use at church is a big old bear. Alright? And his name is Reggie. One of my volunteers does Reggie. And uh, he's the one that has the, the right arm is stuffed and goes on the windowsill. Hello. 
and uh, and then he can gesture and he's a big puppet. So we rigged the stage so that the puppeteer can be sitting down and doing it right in front of him as opposed to over his head with a black curtain um, blocking him. And this is a fun one. Now he can be a big scary puppet. <laughs> so what we did is we developed his personality to where he's very shy, he's afraid of butterflies, and uh, by making him very timid and shy, it took away the factor of maybe little kids being scared of a giant bear puppet. And we'll get into that more when we develop the personality, all right? Another type of puppet is the wraparound puppet, all right? I love these. I have, I have several of them, all right? This is a camel that I got. This is Mo Camel. That's right. Not to be confused with my delinquent brother, Joe. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember, but some of you will remember when Joe Camel of the cigarette brand um, was one of the first uh, advertising campaigns that Congress actually banned. Yeah, they were trying to make cigarettes appealing to children. It's despicable. It was. So um, they, they banned Joe Camel. There had been cartoons and billboards and all kinds of things. And Joe Camel, he got banned. So I was at a store and I saw this Joe Camel. <gasps> Yes, you were Joe Camel. I saw this, I'm, I'm ashamed. There was this Joe Camel puppet and it was liquidated. It was like $10. What? I'm worth way more than that. Yeah, you were. So what I did is I bought this puppet and sorry, Mo, but I stuck him in a box. I sealed it with clear packing tape so it would be really well preserved. And I literally wrote on the box the date 10 years from now. And my wife kind of laughed at me. She said, 10 years? I said, hey, I'm going to forget about the puppet. I'll find it one day. And 10 years from now, no kids are going to know about Joe Camel. And it was funny. I actually was in my warehouse that I used to have in Chicago that was like so many props. And I was looking for something. And I looked up on the shelf, and I literally saw that day's date. And it freaked me out for a second. I was like, wait, that's today's date. And that's way up on a shelf. And so I climbed up there. I got this box down. And I'm opening up, honestly, I had forgotten what was in there. And I was like, this is a time capsule. Someone time traveled. I opened up and I cracked up laughing. It was the Joe Camel puppet, which I had bought and packaged so fast I had forgotten about it. So I renamed him Mo Camel so that adults will kind of get a kick out of it. He always makes a dig about his delinquent brother, Joe. Um, depending on the setting, he even make a joke about, you know, misleading the youth of America or something. Um, but Mo Camel... Um, and I'll tell you more about his personality in, in that video. All right. So um, that's a wraparound puppet. Um, let's see. Do I have another one here? This is a monkey. And they usually have Velcro on the hands and feet so that they can wrap around your body. I've got another monkey called the Fuzz. That's a wraparound puppet. So let me just wrap up by walking through any of the puppets here I've not shown you. All right. This is really fun. This, this is uh, a dodo bird. <coughs> what? You just called me a dodo. I, I did call you a dodo because you're a dodo. Hey, it's not nice to call someone a dodo. Yeah, but you actually are a dodo. That, that's not nice. Okay, he, he has a hard time understanding his name. Wait, it, tell me, is it nice to call someone a dodo? No, it's not nice to call someone a dodo. So you just called me a dodo, yeah, but you are a dodo. You just said it's not nice to call someone a dodo. No, you are an actual dodo bird. What are you talking about? You see, see, dodos are not that smart. And so, you know, when you uh, call someone else a dodo, it's like calling them you, and that's an insult. What? Calling someone me is an insult? <laughs> so anyway, I use him at camp. The kids love calling him dodo, and then he's like, it's not nice to call someone a dodo. And we go round and round in, in circles on that. So I showed you Gus. I showed you the lion. Oh, here's another human arm puppet. And I should also mention something else about some of these puppets. These are called from Darcy Mays, they're called Puppets with a Heart, all right? 
because, hello, and I've actually used him with the brown one, um, and he has um, been guilty of sin, and then he gets saved, he goes down, and he comes up as a whole new creation. But Puppets with a Heart by Daz Darcy Mays all have a hidden pocket in them, and inside of their heart, and you have a child come up, and what's inside of this heart? Looks like something left over from the last time we did. Oh, Band-Aids. Hoo-hoo. So he has Band-Aids in his heart because he probably, you know, said, someone probably said something that hurt his feelings. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. And, um, and so he had a Band-Aid. We talk about how do we heal the heart. So all of Darcy Mays' puppets, and she has dogs, and she has uh, the monkeys, and she has these crazy creatures. They all have that hidden pocket, and you take out the heart. And they even come with a book of object lessons of things you can put in the heart. So I'll link to those um, on Kidology. Um, oh, here's a fun one. Oh, I need to add another type are just ones that you invent. All right, here's a people puppet. Can you guess who this is? I don't know if they can tell. I'll give them a hint. Yeah, okay, I'll give them a hint. He is floating down the aisle, the, the aisle, the aisle, the, the Nile, all right? This is Moses, this is baby Moses. I want to do a lesson on Moses, and I want to talk, tell that story. So I put him in a basket, and he actually told the whole story. Oh, your sister took you down to the water? And you floated away? Wait, what did you see? Oh, you saw a princess. Oh, and the princess picked you up and adopted you. And so you can think of fun, creative ways. I made this, oh my gosh, 20 years ago, back in the mid-90s. And then the basket's seen a little wear uh, over time, but I have used that many, many times. Uh, a Bible puppet. Uh, this is Kid James, all right? And he can be used to quote the Bible story. This is Ubi Dooby Banooby, all right? Ubi Dooby Banooby. He is uh, a, a, not a Jedi. No, I am a Jesus follower. What's with all my puppets losing their shoes? Hey, just call me one shoe. All right, we'll call you one shoe. I actually had a monkey puppet when the White Sox, Chicago White Sox, went to the World Series. That was a big year in Chicago. And so I had a monkey with white socks on. And his name was, oh, who was the number one player? I can't remember now. Anyway, the most popular player on the White Sox, I named the monkey. And so I forget if it was Bob. So it was Bob with the White Sox. And uh, they, they loved the, the puppet's name was this player with the White Sox because he actually had White Sox on. He wasn't really from the team. So I'm um, got my, oh, this is a fun one. I've had this one for many, many years and I'm stepping on my microphone cord. I'm trying not to do that. This is really fun. Oh, look at him. And he has a matching glove. So I wear the matching glove on the other hand and he's a little spider. And uh, he goes into the kids' rooms. And they're a little hesitant. Sometimes with the little ones, you need to kind of keep your distance. Don't go straight up to a kid. Kind of a little gauge it and see if they're a little, if they're a little nervous. Um, then you come slowly. Would, and you always ask, would you, like, would you like to see my buddy? Don't say my spider, just my buddy. And if they're nervous. And you know what? With little kids, sometimes I will take the puppet off. And I'll say, see, it's just a puppet. Because kids are okay with make-believing. We're not trying to fool them that it's real. Uh, but I have so many fun finger puppets that are animals. I mean, I got mosquitoes, praying mantises, bats, all kinds of things. And, uh, and suddenly just show them it's a puppet and they'll go right back in um, to make-believing. And look at this little guy. I keep this guy in my car, all right? 
You might not think this is a very impressive puppet, but it's a puppet and kids love it. And if I'm going on a hospital visit and they don't want me to take anything in, guess what? I can fold this little guy. I can stick him in my pocket and I can get through security. I can't walk in there with a big Gus puppet bag. They'll make me leave it outside. But I can go with him. Ooh, how you doing? You need a kissy and your boo-boo. And so I can take this little guy with me anywhere. Oh, my goodness. Oh, let me mention. You can buy branded puppets. We all know this is Gonzo. This is like baby Gonzo. But the problem is everyone knows it's Gonzo. And he has a defined personality. So you want to be careful choosing a puppet that's got a defined personality. I have an animal puppet. I love him. His eyebrows actually move. And you can make him do funny things. But, but he's animal. I can't change his name. People will say, no, that's animal. So you want to make sure with that. Oh, and I think the last thing I wanted to show you before I show you the ultimate puppet um, is how to dress a puppet. All right? I'm going to be using him in the current series or the next series, the Extreme Bible Dudes. And I got to put a shirt on, but he's got a big head, right? He's got a hat on and you can damage your puppet. And you wouldn't think of this because you wouldn't work for you as a human, but you put the puppet on from the bottom up. And so all you do is take your t-shirt and bring it right up through from the bottom. I even do this with a full-bodied puppet. And then to do the hand, you just reach down the sleeve, all right, like this, and you grab his hand and you just pull his hand through. I'll go to the other side and I'll reach down through the sleeve and grab the hand. There it is. And then when I pull the hand through, I'm having difficulty. You know, things are always harder when you're demonstrating on video, aren't they? So there we go. We'll grab his hand. I'm also trying to hold it up in the air. And now my puppet's got a cool Minecraft shirt on. Hey, Walmart often has these $5 kids t-shirts or Kohl's will have a three t-shirts for 15 bucks or something like that. Um, always look at those shelves because I love when the puppets are wearing something the kids can relate to. Yeah, that's cool, man. I like Minecraft. I like my creepers. I like my Steve's good buddy of mine, Alex, too. So um, if they can make references to the culture, it makes the kids relate to the puppet better. Dude, you need a haircut. No way, man. Dogs can see like this. I can see like this. <laughs> All right, anyway. So um, that's a lot of fun. Well, I'm going to show you finally for watching to the end the ultimate puppet. I got to move these puppets over and show you if you really want to go crazy with puppets. I have my ultimate puppet in here and I love this dude and I don't pull him out that often, but when I do, it's pretty fun. All right. This is a puppet tomb. Look at this. He comes with a remote. I have the batteries out for storage and he comes with some human hands. I've got an Eminem NASCAR jacket that I wear when I use this guy. So I'm going to stick him on my head. There we go. Oh, my glasses are coming off. And so, there we go. I can't see the camera really well. You spread this guy out here. And then, there we go. So you put this inside. And then you get your gloves. There's my gloves right here. And we put my gloves on. And then I get some kind of a cool jacket. I actually have the miniature, uh, miniature, but like uh, Faith Man there. I have the small version of this guy. <coughs> dusty in here too and then i can walk around and with that controller in my hand down my sleeve i can control the mouth i'm actually looking out the mouth so it was a lot of fun hanging out with you today i hope you enjoyed all these puppets here and um, i hope that you'll pick one and i would love to see a picture of you with 
your puppet. That would be awesome. So you just go ahead and send that to me, all right? Will you do that? I'd love to see, I'm trying to get my thumb up here. There we go. There we go. It's always fun how they have less fingers than you actually do. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you in the next video.